Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. everybody. So, gl so glad that you could join us tonight and spend the evening with us. It's always a pleasure on Monday night to, to sit and be able to talk to people all over the world and, and to in some ways help them out and uh, share a little bit of joy and love and light and laughter. I want to thank Ken Quiethawk for that amazing introduction. You can find him at nativestorytellers.com. Uh, it, he and his wife have an amazing website. They are Native Storytellers, and that is an amazing way of preserving history. And so often today we're finding that our history isn't what we thought it was and, and certainly not what, it, what was taught in school. Native Storytellers have an amazing way of preserving our history and reminding us of times past. It's also an amazing way to, to listen and hear other people's ways of, of worshiping nature and our planet and our ancestors. So do check it out. It's nativestorytellers.com. Tonight we have, of course, with us Michelle Avanti. And um, she is probably one of the finest astrologers I have ever met. Unfortunately, have been in the field a very long time. So not unfortunately. Fortunately for me, I've met a lot of wonderful people, and I've been able to to learn a lot from them, and I certainly have learned a lot from Michelle. She is talented, she is gifted, she is full of love, light, and laughter, and she is an amazing person, and she is an absolute delight to have on the show, and I'm so honored that she has decided to spend the first Monday of a very many, a lot of months with us. So welcome to the show, Michelle. Glad you're here. Oh, I'm so grateful. <laughs> We're here in another Exciting time. Just entered that new solstice chart, and now tomorrow is the big eclipse. Oh, my God, total solar eclipse tomorrow. And Mercury's going retrograde in a few more days, and then we actually have a lunar eclipse. What a month. Oh, boy. So what does the eclipse mean to us? Well, it just depends on uh, how it lands in your chart, if it activates your chart, if someone on this call now or later um, has 
uh, a planet or their sun or moon at around 10 degrees of Cancer, it will hit them directly. Also, uh, 17 degrees is another interesting uh, point on it. So 17 degrees of Cancer. I'm going to take this personally. My moon is in Cancer. So what does that mean? Well, it depends on if it's close, okay? It, uh, if it's close to that 17-degree mark, let's say it's anywhere between uh, 15 and 19 degrees, uh, you're going to have um, a doorway that opens up. It's a portal that kind of opens up for you to connect with more of your soul family, more of your past life experiences, probably bring more justice or revelation of self-discipline or accolades that you may have earned or things that you didn't earn if it's a hard aspect. Uh, It might clear some things out if it's, uh, let's say, that you have, uh, um, let's see, 17 degrees or 15 to 19 degrees in Capricorn or in Aries or in Libra. Uh, then you might be uh, being challenged by it. Will you take up the challenge of achieving what you came here to achieve? The soul directive opens up is what's happening. Uh, Whatever your soul's purpose is comes forefront in your life, and there will be individuals who are from your soul family who will likely help you get through this time and help you find your way. Cool. I will take it all as positive. Yeah. Well, I think it is positive because even when it is a challenge, the statement is step up to the challenge. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't allow fear or blame or guilt or shame or any of those things at the bottom of the harmonics to keep you from the destiny you set out for yourself. So it's kind of exciting. yeah, no, that that is very exciting. We we've got people lined up here. It's just you just hit something that I recognize from my chart, which happens so infrequently. Um, <laughs> I think it's I don't know how many years we've done this, but it's the very first time I've ever said, "Oh, wait a minute, my moon is in Cancer." Um, so let's let's check out these other people and see what we can do for them. Uh, we've got uh, Camilla on the line. Camilla. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. What's your date of birth, Camilla? It's March 5th, 1980. 5, 1980. And what time were you born? 1.29 a.m. And where? In Philadelphia, PA. Philadelphia. Oops. Got it. All right, we just move on and take a look. Sweet. And what did you want us to focus on? I am super um, focused on my career right now. Um, I left a job in February that was just really toxic um, and have been trying to kind of nail down some stable work in the meantime. Um I've been working on a film on my own that I'm also um, working to try to get funded and just wanting to know when something like stable and 
hopefully something that I'm really passionate about will come through. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have a meeting, a, a call for a job after this, like literally right after the eclipse tomorrow, which I'm not sure how that will go, <laughs> but yeah. Is it uh, tomorrow when you're saying right after the eclipse or is it? Uh... Yeah, it's literally tomorrow after at 3.30. <laughs> oh, wow. So right in yeah. the eclipse zone <clears throat> and yeah. just a couple of days before Mercury goes retrograde. So that's a very mm-hmm. interesting statement. So your career, mm-hmm. just to give you a heads up here, you have Libra at the Midheaven, and that's the house of career that's ruled by Venus, and uh, natally, your Venus is at 28 degrees of Aries, and right now, in the sky, of course, as you have called, <laughs> the moon mm-hmm. itself is 28 degrees of Gemini, so it says, we're here as a family to help you along, so it's kind of a lovely Aww. statement. And Venus right That's now cool. is sextile Venus, and so tomorrow it will still be sextile Venus. So Venus to Venus sextile is a nice statement uh, coming through your seventh house, which is the house of relationships, connections. And uh, so that's a nice statement. It seems to indicate there is something mutual going on there. Uh, Jupiter <laughs> is uh, not really... Um, in the zone there right now, Jupiter is retrograde, so it's right. not it's not in. But at the same time, it is in its retrograde action. It is very close to your uh, ascendant, so it's basically making you seen, even though it's in retrograde. So that's kind of an interesting statement. You were born with, with Jupiter at four uh, Virgo, and that's in the ninth house. So there's a underlying statement, even though that it's in Virgo, uh, which is not Jupiter's favorite location. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is house, so it gives a certain amount of power, and that power is somewhat frictional to your midheaven, so you have to kind of work at it. Uh, your career is something you have to work at. You have to work at being seen. Jupiter in this house can kind of give you a certain amount of push to be seen, but Virgo is not often out front. So I don't know what you're doing uh, if you're doing some kind of film. If you are just producing it, that would fit. This it is story. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, directing well and editing. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's good news. So, so mm-hmm. that's happening, and that four degrees. Uh, it's not really an active degree for what's happening with this eclipse tomorrow. Uh, the sun and moon, of course, will be at ten degrees of Cancer in this eclipse, and uh, and the north node will be where it is right now, 17 degrees of Cancer. So looking mm-hmm. to see uh, your progressed Venus is 9 degrees of Gemini. So there is a certain amount of friction going on there. It's not an easy shoe-in for you. However, okay. I'm not going to say you're not going to get it. You know, Uranus in the sky right now is at 5 degrees of Taurus, and your midheaven is five degrees of Libra, so there's this quincunx action, and that's probably what pushed you to move out of the job that you were in because that's almost like what gets the oyster or the to create the pearl. You have to have some mm. kind of friction where you are wanting to create a pearl, which will be your film. So you had to move and you had to make a change and you were pushed. So that's, mm. you know, I think you're taking the right action and you're taking it at the right time. 
uh, natally, um, you have a 10-degree Chiron and a part of Fortune at 10 degrees, and they're both in Taurus coming through your house of investments. And this is the house of where, where we contribute to ourselves or we have children. And children to spirit do, do not have to be physical children. They can be children, uh, from spirit's point of view, anything that can relate to the world outside of you. <laughs> so a film mm-hmm. fits or a book fits or anything that you do that others can access without having to speak to you directly. So Mm. when you take a look at that, the statement here is saying that this eclipse is actually an opportunity for you to heal an issue that you came in with, and it may be an issue of security or an issue of craftsmanship uh, to be seen Mm. as someone who can craft to the highest degree. Uh, so, mm. and there is good fortune connected to that as uh, the part of fortune sits with this. So, you have an activation that is uh, very direct and very exciting. Um, mm. The seven degrees north node is also interesting because it activates uh, your Mercury. And Mercury, of course, is what it takes to communicate to the world. It's also the rule of your house of uh, partnerships and one-on-one relationships. So for you to connect with someone, having the North Node there active under this eclipse, activating Mercury, the ruler of this seventh house, indicates to me that there is an opportunity for you to connect with someone from a past life experience who perhaps has made you a promise that they would help you out and create a contract. Contract's already there. It's underlying the nodes. So very Mm -hmm. exciting. I expect you will come through with this. Whether it happens directly tomorrow, remember you're in the shadow of uh, Mercury retrograde. It retrogrades on the 7th. So Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily will come through immediately, but hang in there because it will come through, and it will probably come through this connection. So um, don't cool. don't lose faith if you walk out and they say we really need to think about this, or um, we've got other things we're thinking about investing in, or whatever it is they come up and say that sounds like a delay or sounds a pushback or a person that's mm-hmm. delayed. Look at the world as half, you know, the glass half empty. Might come out and say, "Well, you know, I don't know. That's for me. It's not going to happen." No, don't think that at all. Think I have made the step on this most important day in my life. That's going to open doorways for me to break that glass ceiling that I've held for myself and manifest the thing I really want. So this is great. I I see it as great, but because you're in that. Merc retrograde, it could actually take a little bit longer. <laughs> but the good news yeah. about the Merc retrograde is it's a repeat action. When we activate something under Mercury retrograde, we're destined to have it again and again and again. So this won't be your only film. It'll be one of many. Nice. And, well, it usually goes through when it goes forward. Is that correct? And is that for also if... Well, you, you never know. With I mean, uh, I'm not. Re- I'm not here. I don't have time to read the entire chart and all the statements. But 
because Merck uh, will go retrograde, sometimes what happens is there's a delay. And uh, if it does come back as a delay, it might take till the next Mercury retrograde before it goes forward. Uh, on okay. the other hand, the eclipse itself might activate it. Um, it's hard to say, and I'm not going to absolutely say no, it won't go through, but there may be a little delay in there, okay? Okay, cool. You're so thorough and, like, wow, that was a brilliant reading. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. I, I wish I had more time to tell you more, but we, we got <laughs> That was great. I know we have to always move along as, as Barbara's yeah, always. That was great. <laughs> It was really inspiring. You made me feel so so good about tomorrow. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You bet. Very you take cool. good care of yourself. And keep that positive attitude because things are going to come through for you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> good luck, ma'am. <laughs> Have a good night. Thank you. You, you too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okie dokie. We've got Alexis next. <laughs> Hi, this is Alexis, and my birthday is 10-14-84, and I was born, okay. October 14th, 1984, and you were born at what time? 11.30 a.m. 11.30 a.m., and where were you born? In Lancaster, California. Lancaster? Yeah, California. Was there only one in that state? Yes, good. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's such a big, you know, you just don't know if they're going to have more than one of that. So so where, what do you want to focus on? Um, either love life and or money blockages. Okay. Yeah, we need to take first and uh, change the way that you're looking at that and saying money expansion, Okay. <laughs> Money expansion, okay. Okay. Uh, right now, right. Pluto is in retrograde, but it has entered your second house, which is the house of money, and that tells us there will be a transformation. It may be a transformation of your income over its period in this house, uh, and it may transform in a way that empowers you. Uh, it is, when it goes direct, it will make a trine to your moon, and your moon is in the ninth house, uh, not terribly far from the zenith, within reach of your zenith or your house of career or your midheaven, as others might call it. So let's see what else it's going to activate as it goes forward, if there is anything else it's grabbing onto. And it looks to me like what you really have happening is activation from that progressed moon to your progressed sun, to your north node and south node. So you've got a two-month time zone where that activation is very strong. So let's see what we can do to identify more of how you can make good use of that. Uh, the moon in your chart, even though it's in the ninth house, which is the house of the Internet, it's the house of legal um legal procedures and higher education and travel and international imports, exports, and all of that sort of thing. It is the ruler of your house of uh, meshing resources. So with an activation to your sun, that's a very positive one. It's a sextiling activation. And to your south node in the 12th house, 
that indicates to me there is an opportunity for you to mesh resources with someone could be coming through your father or someone who is a person who has been a father in a past life. It's definitely a very strong connection. So if you're needing money to move forward in order to create something, this would be a great time to make use of it. Uh, it will also be, um, the statement is, an opportunity for you to activate or create a workplace or a work connection or work that may be in service, so some kind of service work that uh, will give you something that you really would like to have. Uh, so that is active. Let's see what else. The Pluto issue, it takes time for Pluto to move, and it is not going to really be aligned for a while because it takes a little while to get past that. So just to remember that Pluto takes a while. It'll take 7 to 14 years to get to where it needs to go uh, when it transfers your income. So over this next 7 to 14 years, uh, probably close to you won't see the action for seven years, you're going to find that you will transform in some way, empowering yourself through income or transforming the way that you create income and also the way you spend it. So those things are happening for you. But it doesn't always make you feel stable because it tends to blow things up as you go. Jupiter is uh, 16 Sag in the sky right now. It is retrograde. It is right on top of your progressed Mercury. Uh, really, I mean, within mi not even, it's minutes. And uh, Mercury in your chart, uh, let's see. Why don't I see a rulish? Oh, again, it's seventh house. So here, here's another statement, um, as well as it being twelfth. It's another statement that says there is going to be uh, opportunity even now for you to focus on what it is that you want and how you have in the past sabotaged yourself or kept yourself from achieving what you really want in life. So this is your time to learn about you. What have you done that you made you unconsciously that has kept you from achieving what you really want? taking full advantage of the gifts you have. So think about that um, with your, I don't know if it's your dad or someone who's been a dad in a past life in this picture. Um, I think that you you have a connection here that says, I have a doorway I could unlock that will give me the opportunity or the money necessary to build what I really want in my life. So something to think about um, that is there. And Chiron at five um, in the sky right now is at five Aries. It has just gone over, it's in the process of going over your uh, uh, opposition to your house of career and coming through your fourth house into your third. So there's a statement here that this is a time to heal the issues regarding your emotions as it relates to the struggle with your career. So let's just look at your career for a second and let's just take a look. What, what, what kind of career is it that you should be doing? And when I look, I have uh, the second house cusp as Capricorn. That's your income and how you spend your money. And 
Capricorn says I can be very organized. I like my income to, I like to know where it is. I like to know how I spend it. I don't throw my money away. I don't just, I'm not flagrant with it. Uh, Taurus on the sixth house cusp is your workplace, and it says I, I like to work in a place that's comfortable, that's beautiful, that is well-crafted, that may even be somewhat luxurious. I'm not interested in working someplace that's uncomfortable. You um, have your north node in there, 29 degrees, which is a critical degree, somewhat auspicious in this house, tells me that um, your purpose in this lifetime, uh, you have said, this time I'm going to get it right. I am going to have the comforts I want. I'm going to have the security I want. I'm going to have the health I want. These are things that you are prioritizing as soul in this lifetime to achieve so that you can do service to share that technique or that method with others. And uh, so that is sitting right there. And then at the midheaven, you have Libra. So you have these two earth signs down at the bottom and Libra at the midheaven. And Libra tells me that you're a person who can be a wonderful negotiator. You're someone who knows how to mediate, how to counsel. Uh, you're also someone who creates beauty where you go. And uh, beauty can be anything from being an interior designer to simply uh, creating uh, beautiful arrangements, you know, um, there's a whole lot of statements. Your sun is in Libra, your Mercury is in Libra, all in the 10th house, and Pluto is also there. And, of course, Pluto in the sky is a 22 retrograde Capricorn. Your natal Pluto is one degree of Scorpio. So you've already had an activation of that Pluto, and uh, you should have, and that's, quite a few years ago, really, um, boy, that's that's going to be probably um, 10 years ago. You should have had an activation that would have helped you to see the power that you have in terms of your ability to create. So, um, yeah. so I don't know what you do for a living, but that kind of helps you hopefully define that you certainly have these wonderful skills. And with that combination... Uh, you should be able to, I mean, if you wanted to create interiors, be it some kind of interior designer or stylist or stager um, for homes or offices, you have the ability to do that from what I'm looking at in this chart. You yeah, also are... I, um, I went to interior design school, so you kind of like hit it right on the nail. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> with, and you may want to consider working with somebody during the, you've got a two-month window here to uh, connect with someone from the past, maybe your dad, maybe someone who's been your dad in a past life, someone who you really respect and who respects you to maybe create some kind of business of your own, consider it, or uh, an offshoot of something that they have, or maybe it's an, uh, someone who has been your dad who has a business like this who's in a position power that you might be able to work from. So kind of look out out at the world's back viewpoint and see what you see. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Good. Well, go for it. This is your time. Do it. Yeah, yeah you just kind of, yeah, thank you so much. That was, that was great. That's exactly what I, you just tied all the pieces together for me. All right. Well, good luck to you. We, we wish you every good fortune. You know, you're a light in the world no matter what you do. Every single person who's on this call, now or later, you're light. Yeah. So 
do what your passion is, do what your heart tells you is wonderful, and every time you do, you light our whole world, you're lifting our states of consciousness, and we need every one of you. So yeah. be blessed. Know you're blessed. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, bye. Well, <clears throat> isn't it amazing how you can get so accurate without even knowing you're accurate? That is so cool. It's, it's just the pictures, you know, they're in there, and, and I throw them out, and hopefully the person has been following their heart. If they have, they're going to follow the pictures. Every now and then, um, you know, years ago I had uh, a woman come to me whose daughter was failing in college, and she said, can you help my daughter find her direction? And when I looked at the chart, I said, what is your daughter studying? Uh, I said, you know, Everything in her her chart said communications, politics, that kind of thing. And she said, well, she was following in her father's footsteps. She wanted to be like her dad, who was a doctor. I said, oh, my God, science is not her thing. No wonder she's failing. So, yeah, sometimes we go down the wrong path for some lovely reasons. But um, if you're not happy where you are, you need to rethink why. Absolutely. Okay, we've got Maria here. Hi, Maria, are you there? Oh, we did Maria, yes. right? Yes. Okay. My my. And uh, what's your what's your wait, date wait, of wait, birth, my, Maria? Wait, wait, my um. Yeah, that was Maria. Sorry, I got you, Maria. <laughs> Hold on. Go ahead, Maria. I born in May fifteen in nineteen forty two. May. 15? I hope I got that right because you're breaking up on me. So May 15th, 1-5, right? May 15th, yes, 1942. I got the 1942 loud yeah, and clear. Yeah, May 15th. You got it. Yes. Okay. Uh, and what time were you born? I don't know. <laughs> oh, this, you done with This, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, well, I can't be really accurate uh, without that, but we'll get a, we can at least look at your planets. Uh, we can and we'll take a look further. Where were you born, Maria? In Italy. Uh, I know city. What city? I can tell the what? accent. My family has the same accent. <laughs> I didn't hear you. Okay, I I got Palermo, I think, but I didn't get the. Spell for me so I can get it right. Yes, you get it right. (laughs) What's the city? I love you dearly. (laughs) (laughs) The city, I know it's... Is it Palermo? Yes. Okay. Okay, well, let's do it. And let's see if my computer likes that. It does very much. Okay, so what are we looking at? Uh, what is it that I should be uh, looking at? Good question. Yes, you said, see, Melissa, OPA, they're going to give a contract to my daughter for job. Okay, you're asking if your daughter is going to get a contract that she's looking for? Yes. Uh, I'm kind of limited. I'm going to shoot for the moon here and ask for a little guidance, because without the wheel being exact, I can't identify your daughter. (laughs) 
if I had your daughter's chart, I could identify everything. But uh, without an exact time, your daughter could be anywhere on this wheel. And daughter is it? Junior, Junior, twenty six is nineteen forty. Oh no, seventy five. Okay, hang on. Let me let me do a new chart for your daughter, and that way we'll get it right. So June, June twenty six. Right. 1975? Yes. Okay, and do you know what time your daughter was born? 526. 526 p.m.? Yes. In the evening. And where was she born? Over here. In the <laughs> I don't know where here is. In New York, in the Bronx, in Boston. Bronx? Bronx, New York? Bronx, Did you say Bronx, New York? Yes. Okay. Okay, I know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> and so does my computer. So let's go take a look at that. And here we go. So now what you're asking is, will your daughter get a contract that she's after? Is that correct? Yes. Is the contract for a home or is the contract for work? Work, work. That's what I thought you were going to say. Okay, so let's take a look. Jupiter rules, uh, we've got her moon is in her house of contracts. It's at 11 degrees Aquarius. So we've got a direct activation from tomorrow's eclipse. Um, That direct activation is challenging, however. It's not an easy one. So let's see what else is going on. And we have direct activation of her midheaven, 10 degrees Virgo. So uh, the tomorrow's eclipse is coming right through. It's great. It's coming through the eighth house. So the statement is that there is some opportunity that's going to open up for her regarding her career. And that, like I said earlier, that is a portal that literally opens up. There is a sextile between the sun and moon in this new moon tomorrow uh, activating her midheaven. So if we've got the right time and and the wheel is correct, she should get whatever she wants possibly tomorrow itself or within some time in the very short future. So that itself is pretty exciting. Let me see what else, though, is going on because that's also a Mercury statement. Let's go see. So she's born with 15 degrees Gemini, uh, her Mercury's 15 Gemini, and Jupiter right now in the sky is at 16 retrograde, and it is going to activate that Mercury. It is an opposition, but a lot of time oppositions can act as a conjunction. So let's see if we've got anybody else helpful if it has anything to do with women, whatever it is that this contract is about, it's a real plus, okay? There, she, could, she could end up getting the contract because she is a woman. So right. that's an statement I'm making, but it may make sense to you. It yes. doesn't make any sense yes. to me. But, but there is a huge statement in this chart that says, I can, I can, and I'm going to give you this deal because you're a woman. So that looks very good. Uh, Timing-wise, uh, let us let me just go forward a little bit and see if I can give you 
uh, better timing for that. And here uh, it is still retrograde, um, August 1st, but it's going to station direct August the 11th, and it stations right at 14 Sag, which is right, right exactly. I mean, it's the day before. It's so close to this heiress that she has in her chart. I would tend to say that this is the time. She probably will get it sometime right around the 11th of August if she doesn't get it as a result of the, the eclipse immediately. So her chart's looking very good for this. Uh, let, let me see if there's anything else that I I'm, that might be standing in the way that I'm missing. So hang on just a second. Um, we don't have um, Saturn or the South Node or Pluto doing any hard actions during any of this time. Pluto is at 21 degrees, and so, but it is past where it needs to be. It is somewhat of a challenge anyway, and the challenge may be a one of more power or more position than she's used to, and as a result of that, uh, it may feel like she has to step up into this position of power. So it's as if someone says, oh, well, you, I've trained you enough, take the reins, here's 16 head of horses, and the person goes, freaks out a little bit, but once they realize they can do it, they do it. So it's an empowerment statement, but it is a bit of a challenge. So you'll have to put that together because I don't know the situation. Yeah, you're right. So, but um, I would certainly tell her, take it. Um, don't back away. You have the ability to do this. Uh, she had, she was born with Pluto in this 10th house, and Pluto in the 10th house is a very empowering statement by itself, but when we look at her chart, she has frequently been challenged. This is not new. She comes from past lives with her son in the 8th, the way it's set, uh, where she has handled money for other people and has done it with great integrity, and as a result of that, she is honored in this lifetime. So that uh, tells me that she can handle the power even though she frequently seems to be challenged by it. And she may be challenged by people who think they know better, but that's a thing about this lifetime for her. She needs to just step up to it, take it, be loving, be positive, and stick with it. She'll come through. Um, if she were my daughter, I'd continue to encourage her, which I get the impression you already do. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't be on the phone with me right now. Are you not better, me? <laughs> you are not better, <laughs> God bless I like you. you very much. <laughs> yeah, you're a very good mom. So, yeah, you see me on the power? I'm going to tell her to see you. I, I didn't understand you. <laughs> you see me? I'm going to tell her to see you. I'm going to go on vacation at the sea. You're going to, I'm going to tell her to me? I would no, love to me. have Oh, my Lord, yeah, I'm too far away from the Bronx right now, though. No, I say me, me, myself. <laughs> You're going to well, see I'm gonna travel. I'm going to go somewhere. Ah, well, come this oh, way. Okay. The West beautiful. <laughs> it's not crowded <laughs> is where you live. <laughs> yeah, we have to so move on, Michelle. 
Okay, I'm going to have to stop here. I'm being encouraged to stop. Just let her know I, that this I, whole experience I, has to do with being a woman. Courage to go forward. It's a lot about being a woman and taking charge. There's a whole lot going on in this chart that speaks to that. So she's breaking ground for women. Very nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. You're welcome. I'll let you know. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. We've got Jackie next. Hi, Jackie. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, ladies. Hey, Jackie. I love her. I love her Italian accent. Yeah, my my whole family has that accent. I recognize it immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, January fifth, nineteen sixty five. Nineteen sixty five or fifty five? I didn't quite catch that. Sixty five. Okay, and time of birth? Uh, I'm the one that don't have the time. I think you use six in the morning before. Oh, okay, let's put in six if that's what we've done before. We must I don't know if that's I don't know if that's Eastern time. Oh, well, it depends on where you lo- you were born. It it will just automatically lock that in. Where okay, were you born? In the UK. In the UK. In England. What London, city in the UK? London, England. London. London. Okay. All right, and what are we focusing on? Ooh. Um, really, I'm I'm just trying to move forward. I'm I'm ready to move, but I know it's not feasible at this point. Um, uh, you're is, looking for my finances. Yeah, my finances are really going to open up. I think one time you told me to wait till December if I'm going to apply for any monies, but I do have some things I want to submit to the court. Okay. I'm just feeling drained right now. I don't know which way to turn. So you're you're you have some things going on uh, with the court system. So I should be looking at that. With um with the estate, I spoke to you before about it. Oh, okay. So it's an inherit. Is it an inheritance then? Y- yes. 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 Okay. So it's a moon thing for your chart. If the chart is right, which we don't know if it's 6 a.m., we don't know if it's right. Um, Yeah, I'd like to know if it's right. Uranus uh, will eventually give you some wonderful gift coming up, but that's still a ways away. Uh, Mars is right now at 29. If this chart is anywhere close, it's right on an activation for the 8th house, which means it's a time for you to take action or you're being pushed take action. Uh, When we look, Pluto right now is in retrograde, but it is directly activating your progressed Mars. So there is opportunity now for anything you want to do that has to do with um, court procedures uh, that could open a doorway for you. Uh, So that is a very positive statement. You recently had a Pluto-to-Pluto experience, which doesn't surprise me if you're in a space where um, you're working with an estate of any kind. Uh, You were born with the sun making a beautiful trine uh, to Pluto in your chart. 
and the, and it got closer to where it's, the progressed is right close to the sun now. So there's opportunity for you to empower yourself or to reach receive some kind of power and it's to you personally more than anything as a result of some inheritance that is clearly in this picture so i with that statement that's not going to go anywhere that you were born with that so this is kind of a statement of a gift uh, that you were born with that empowerment but it has become stronger and that this whatever this is that's recently happened may have happened suddenly, out of the blue, uh, unexpected. And uh, it's an opportunity for you. I don't see this going away. I see this as a win. I would be terribly shocked if it wasn't because of the combination. Uh, Pluto is retrograde, and it will continue to move, but uh, even as it moves, it's it's not going to uh, move so... Um, out of the way that you won't get what you're after. What happens as we go forward is Mars is going to move onto your Mars as well. And that may have been what I was talking about if I told you once before that it looked like it might be a little later in the year. Um, but you have activation even now. So whatever it is you well, I'm need just, to do. I'm just feeling so drained. I just got out of work on Friday. And I just feel so well, strange, right? Uh, I need a couple you, of days to regroup. Yeah, you've got Saturn right now in the sky. Saturn um, has been kind of working you over. So let me come back to where we are in time. I scooted so far forward. I <laughs> think <laughs> give me a second here. Uh, let's see, July. Not that far into July, but close enough. So where we are now, it's at 17 degrees, so you have had, and it's retrograde, so it's activating your sun. So this is a time where you have to be more kind to yourself. Whenever Saturn comes on top of our sun, we all feel like we're under the weight of a lot of responsibility. We can feel depressed. We can feel down. The south node is there, too. We're experiencing eclipse tomorrow, and these will be kind of set during that time. So you have to make sure to take good care of yourself uh, because it's just the way the planets are right now. What it's asking you to do is reflect on people who are in positions of authority, reflect on how you may have uh, held yourself back or disciplined yourself or how uh, you may have um, tried too hard to get something done and not learned to trust enough that you can get something done. There's a whole lot of statements, and, and it's with it bound to the south node like that, the statements is our past life, uh, that you're carrying this stuff forward from past lives that people in positions of authority in past lives have given you lots of responsibility and you've had to carry it and it caused you to feel uh, down and less, you don't have as much fun. Whenever Saturn's on our sun, it's like we don't feel like we can have fun. So uh, what I recommend well, that's going through this phase is put on funny movies. Put on things to make you laugh because right now you, you don't just feel drained. You also feel 
feel like there's it's depressing. So don't let that control you. It's just asking you to reflect, to take time out for yourself. That's what Saturn is asking you. And to pay attention to things you've carried over from the past. And that could be past in this life or from past lives. And there are a lot of ways to identify those things. Um, A lot of the time, things from past lives, we can look at something that makes us feel a certain way as soon as we look at it, and yet we have no reference in this life as to why it feels that way. And that invariably is coming from a past life experience. So hopefully that made some sense, (laughs) trying to tell you something that is very involved statement in the most simple way I can put it. Um, But Pluto is making this excellent trine also as we have this eclipse. It's making an excellent trine to your progressed Mars. And uh, Mars rules your house of wishes and dreams. It also rules past life experiences. It's coming through the house of the courts. And uh, Pluto, uh, Pluto is also connected to both of those things. So it's a very powerful statement that is pointed personally at you. Uh, So if we've got the time right. Uh, If we don't, then I'm kind of like, unfortunately, not capable of giving you all the details I want to give you. But sometimes what happens is we throw it out there and spirit gives you what you're supposed to get. So hopefully... That's what they're doing. So so I don't know what else I need to say to you. I, I see this as manifesting. I think you're in a good place. And the most important thing for you to remember is right now Saturn is basically on your sun. And uh, so take good care of yourself. And don't let it weigh you down. And it will turn around, and when it turns around, it's turning around pretty darn close to right on top of your sun. It's going to turn around at 13 Capricorn, 55, and your sun is 14. Uh, So that's September the 18th. So when it turns around on that day, that's a day I would, you know, the day before, I don't know what day of the week that is, but you're looking at... um, September 17th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, that time frame, uh, take extra care of yourself during that time frame. Do things to make yourself feel good during that time frame. When Saturn stations on top of our sun, stations, remember, that is quite a statement when I say stations. When it does, what we have to do is pay attention not to overdo it because Uh, The sun is our back. It represents the physical back. Uh, Capricorn represents our bones. Saturn can take and stop action, so it can cause your bones to hurt. It also, Saturn and Capricorn both represent our teeth, so you have to pay attention. We don't think of our teeth when we say bones, so I point that out to you. So during that time, I want you to be extra careful extra kind, pay attention to what you're doing, and don't do anything that is strenuous, okay? Because you don't need to inflict anything on yourself under this. It's enough that you can feel down and depressed during this period in time. 
you don't so, need to overexert so yourself. So that Did information you that you're giving me, that information that you're giving me in terms of in 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 um, middle September, I mean that's how I feel now. Is that because of the place oh, you already of Saturn? Feel it, but it, that's because of Saturn. That is exactly how you feel now. But I want you to be extra caution cautious when it stations because when a planet stations, it nearly always leaves a mark. And if we don't pay attention okay. with this combination. The mark could be something broken. We don't want to do that, okay? Right, okay. <laughs> and we don't have okay. to do it. So just pay attention to what I'm saying. Uh, when it's okay. stations, uh, Saturn in your chart rules also your house of money and your income. Mm-hmm. So you want to pay attention. Don't be feeling good and spend a lot of money because you'll regret it later, okay? Okay, <laughs> That's okay. That's another way that you can hurt yourself. Uh, when you're not realizing you're hurting yourself, okay? So okay. Uh, you want to really pay attention. When the planet stations, the, those days, that time frame I gave you, you want to mm-hmm. do more for yourself, like go home early if you can or not work if you can, take the days off and hang out, watch funny movies, sleep in late, and eat mm-hmm. Food, not junk food, eat good food, but take your time when you eat to make sure you are chewing it, okay? So okay. I would recommend all those things, especially during a stationing. We, we, our major, major events can happen in our lives when a planet stations on our sun, uh, so you don't want to allow yourself to overstress. So all this time is a time where you do less work. Don't berate yourself because you're too tired to work. This is the time where you say, you know what, so my counter is not as clean as I wanted or my bathroom isn't as shiny as I wanted. Relax. The transit will be over. Come the end of September, the beginning of October, it will be done. And then you can go clean your house. Otherwise, Ask some friend. Ask someone who loves you to come over and help you. Sometimes we have to learn to ask. So, so what about now? Should I be asking someone to help me now? Like, I would if I were you. If bothers you I, and you I need... not getting everything done you want to do, then I would say ask someone to help you who you trust. Otherwise, oh, I got so much cleaning to do. I just got out of school oh, on Friday. Not my, my husband. Not my husband says, you have to get this done. God. Well, ask for help, but don't try to do it all yourself or you're going to hurt yourself. Okay? Okay. October's okay. not that far away. Enjoy the okay. summer. Get a carpet sweeper and just sweep a little. You know, <laughs> do something that's easy and not too much. Okay? So you say, I'll spend 20 minutes today doing this. That's all. Okay? And don't look at it as saying, oh, I'm so depressed because it looks awful. Clean one oh little and stare at that, okay? Okay. <laughs> and it's so funny because I, I went I went into the into the store today in the Home Depot today and I just had to sit down on a on a um, five gallon can of paint. I couldn't move. You're exhausted. Don't you, this transit will do that no. to you. So just. You need to take care of yourself. It doesn't mean it's time for you to go to the house and say, oh, i got to clean everything. No, this is not that time. Well, 
Okay. okay. You need okay. support. You have, per- you have permission to not work. Take it. Take exactly. it. Exactly. You know, just, just gave you permission. More important than making your house clean. Okay. Okay. And that's All coming right. from a. I can be clinic. <laughs> I've learned to not do that. So. Yeah. Yeah, but everybody's expecting me to do it because this was a crazy work year, man. I didn't get anything done in my own physical home. That's okay. You can afford to have somebody come in and help you. Great. If someone who loves you will come over and help you, even better. Mm. Otherwise, okay. let it go. Yep. Wait okay. till Take October. Take it easy. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm All right. Okay. okay. Now we Take move care on, now. Yeah, we Take do. care. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Barbara. You're welcome. Take care. Man, I think, you know, all of us kind of get to that time sometimes where it's like you just want somebody to give you permission to, to relax and, and put your feet up and kind oh, of gosh. pull it You've back together. You've got to do it when Saturn is activating your sun in any horn aspect but a conjunction most definitely. Do not overdo it. It's overwhelming, and it causes depression. And if you have other heart aspects, it can cause you to do things that are not wise. So Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, we've got um, Anne here. Hi, Anne, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello. Hello, Barbara. Hello, Hello. Hello Michelle. How are you? We're good. How are you doing, Anne? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, what is your date of birth? Well, it's May 3-1-1959. Okie dokie. And time of birth? That's a little bit of tricky because my mom doesn't remember, but she says it was very early in the morning and the church bell rings and I and I checked actually on Sunday they ring several times probably either before nine o'clock or before six o'clock because they ring several times and she says it was early but early could be nine and could be six or maybe before six and I checked several times I couldn't figure this out because she says I don't remember it was pretty early I was not feeling well and the church yeah. bell. Well, you know, we, we'll go with 6 a.m. because if your mom says it's very early, I would think it's before 9. Um, May 31st early would be before 9. In the winter, you might think 9 because winter, you know, the sky's still dark late. But uh, by May 31st, I'd say 6 a.m. So I'm going to shoot for 6 a.m. Um, yeah. And it might be 5 because or she- me that she was not feeling well. They they did some procedures and she was really not feeling well. And the church bell. Maybe it was a few minutes before six. That's what I was thinking. But interesting thing, when my personality and everything feels more like Cancer, but in reality my sign is Gemini, and many characteristics of Gemini even do not apply to me. 
So I was thinking maybe there is some cancer rising somewhere, but I checked a couple times, you know, this calculator to calculate the rising star, and every time it shows Gemini, it's so strange. Anyway, well, so you know, that, 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 that doesn't let – me, let me go to your chart, and I'll tell you what mitigates a sign, because there okay. can be things in your chart that mitigate your sign that makes you more cancer. So yeah. uh, where were you born? Uh, it's Kiev, K-I-E-V, Ukraine. Okie dokie. Let's go take a look. And would you say that you have a very slim, light, light being agile uh, body? Or have no. you had most of No, I'm not slim. I'm average. I've never been slim. I'm uh-huh. always average, like a baby, and then now, even now, I'm, I'm. I wish I was very slim, but I'm not. So, so, let's do this. Let's see what. How far we have to go? Hmm. Let me take a look at moving the time frame forward and see what it looks like. You have, there must be a serious interception that I'm missing here because no matter how far you move it forward, I'm not getting where I need to be. Uh, Oh, I know what I'm doing. Let me go to rectify. We're going to try something with your chart because... Uh, if you don't, if when you were a child, your body wasn't thin and you weren't agile, very limber, uh, Gemini ascendant is unlikely. Uh, from the looks of it, your sun is close to the ascendant, and so it will have a certain amount of power over it, but not much really, because it's still in Gemini. Uh, so let's take a look at something else. I'm going to. And actually, I'm not sure if I should ask my question, what uh, what I was interested to know. Well, give me just a sec. I'm going to take you to the 9 o'clock hour, which was the other time you said, right? Well, she's, she was saying very early. I assume if it was almost summer and it's pretty warm, it probably was before 6, but maybe it was before 9. But she says it was very early. That's all that she, she, she keeps telling. <laughs> yeah. So let's pull it into, yeah, there's a huge difference. There's a couple of things. I just, I'll ask you one more question, too. Um, do you find that you tend to feel uh, like the world has been hard on you, like you almost feel like an, a martyr in certain ways? Do you feel that? Uh it's, it was not an easy road, I can tell you that, for me, especially for the last 20, 30 years. I had lots of challenges. Well, I'm not really talking about the challenges, how you feel about yourself. Do you feel like people were kind of pointing at you? Do you feel like you are the one who's taken it all in where others kind of get to walk away? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes okay. it's I'm my... Gonna, Sometimes, sometimes you know, you live and you learn to be 
to say the right things <laughs> in the right time. So I wouldn't say that, but yeah, I I wouldn't say that I was extremely lucky, you know, to to say whatever I want to say and I can get away with this. It it would not be like that. I have to think what I say. Well, I, I, if we make your chart 7.23 a.m., okay, then I have a chart with a cancer rising of 13 degrees. And what do you mean, three, uh, uh, 23 a.m.? 7.23 a.m., oh. which would still be morning. Mm-hmm. And... Probably if your mom heard the church bells ring, uh, the question is, did she hear them ring before she gave birth or after she gave birth? I <laughs> think right she... after she gave birth because they took her to um, to the surgery or something, and she says, I was really not well after I gave birth to you, and I, I remember hearing the uh, the bells were ringing. She, she She was not well after she gave birth to me. Right, but right, and that's why I'm wondering if she, she actually has... They usually has... ring at 6 and at 9. Okay, hang on a second. Let me go and do this one more time. Just, um, I'm going to take you to 8.30, because if she wasn't feeling good, even 8.40, let's see what we've got. And see how that one looks. Because it sounds like you do have a cancer rising from what you're telling me. And I was, yep, that still works. So 8.40 a.m., okay, gives you 28 degrees cancer rising. Would be that. Yeah, yeah. To do the some kind of procedure right away, like a few minutes after I was born, and that's what she's saying. So I don't know even if it's 40 minutes would be too long time because they... Yeah. They were doing something right after I was born to her to help the situation, and um, that's why she was not feeling that well. Like it was not an easy delivery, that's what she told me. So right after she delivered me. Well, that uh, also makes sense with this chart because it puts uh, it puts Venus and Mars, okay, on the ascendant. Mars at 29 degrees Cancer. So it's basically on the ascendant. And uh, Venus is applying at 22 degrees, so the degrees may be off just a little bit, but putting uh, Mars on the ascendant does not make an easy birth, okay? <laughs> I mean, somebody had to work very hard, and but Venus protected you. Uh, when we have Venus there, it says that you were, you were born fine. You were probably completely protected through the birth, despite the fact that it was challenging. 29 degrees is a critical degree. What's really interesting is, where we are in time as we're talking right now, which to me is a kind of signal from the spiritual beings or the angels, uh, that we probably are very close here with this chart, is that Mars in the sky right now is at the same 29 degrees of Cancer. So we have a Mars conjunction as a result of putting this chart together on your ascendant. I think that's very interesting. So I'm going to go with this chart. Now, what was the question that we were looking at? My question, do you see uh, any significant relationship in my life? Uh, I know I'm not a young person, but still, you know, it's kind of difficult to not to have anyone, like, 
close to me even to travel together and to share life and just someone like significant, not just dating. I have a couple of friends. I chat to them, but they're just friends uh, because what is, I think, married or, or committed to someone, I'm not sure the situation there. And the other one, we just don't have enough chemistry to to do anything. I, I don't like him like <laughs> on a romantic level, but they like me and... They enjoy mm-hmm. talking to me, but still, I would like to have like a, a partner, you know, just to share golden years together, to travel, just to enjoy life together. Well, have you been getting out at all? Because right now, Jupiter is actually trying, uh, trying Uranus, and that could offer some opportunity uh, to uh, to possibly connect with someone who. Uh, might be a great traveling companion for you. That's the statement. And that statement isn't just good now. It's good right through till uh, Jupiter goes direct. And that is uh, August the 11th. So you've got quite a while. It's even a little further than that. It'll go all the way till Jupiter hits that 16-degree mark. So I would consider getting out and socializing because this has possibilities. So let me just, here it is, um, even September. We've got it all the way till. I still have the same people talking to me, my friends. Yeah, they did reconnect. Yes, they talked to me. They enjoy traveling. But I don't think that they're available. (laughs) One of them is not available. I don't think so. Well, they might some available. You're right in the right zone, okay? This is this time frame with this eclipse and uh the the uh the Mercury retrograde coming into play. Let's see if there's activation from that. Uh so the 7th Mercury will go retrograde at 4 degrees of Leo, and at 4 degrees of Leo, it is actually uh activating directly your progressed sun. So you have, and that activates your progressed moon. Um, so you, and it activates your natal Mercury as well as your natal Sun. So you have some kind of opportunity opening up as Mercury goes retrograde. So if there are people that you have uh, considered in the past, reach out, or they'll reach out to you. It's possible they'll reach out to you, but don't be afraid to reach out to them. Because under those aspects, uh, someone could return into your life who you've been very comfortable with before, someone who you have wished you could connect with and maybe even live with. So there's a whole lot of statements going on here. And um, it's not often we have Mercury retrograde activate uh, four, three luminaries and a planet in our charts. (laughs) It's uh, pretty rare. And it's also activating uh, Pluto progressed. So there's a combination of things going on. Progressed Mars is active. You've got a whole lot of activation coming up with this Mercury. Uh, So I would reach out if I were you. Now Saturn rules your house of marriage, but we're not really looking at marriage here. We're looking at love. We're looking looking for a marriage. I'm just looking for a companion. Right. Uh, I don't need to reach out to them. They do reach out to me. We talk on a regular basis, like recently we talked last week. But as I understand, 
this person is not available for more than just talks. That's just my understanding. Otherwise, he would say something. <laughs> well, you're you're focusing on one person. There may be other people. Mercury retrograde hasn't happened yet. It's just in the shadow. Uh, the other guy I met, and he's almost homeless. He has no job, no place. Oh Lord, believe. <laughs> so that's what that's what I'm saying. I don't. I just want someone who can be more or less compatible, so I don't have to take care of him. But to have a good relationship, like I don't know if it's even in in my in my chart at all for the future. So I won't have to be to spend the, to spend so much time alone. Well. You need to just open up to possibilities. Let me just see where opening up to those possibilities is good. Uh, we've got Mars, Mercury. Let me just see if there's... It keeps seeming to say the past. So the only people you can have in your past... You should have a lot more people in your past than two men. <laughs> Most of us have, by the time we get to a certain age, we've known a lot of people. So I don't know who it is. Maybe they will reach out to you. And uh, it, there's nothing here to indicate that they would be homeless or poor. As a matter of fact, they appear to have a home, and they appear to have uh, the power to travel and the money to travel. I don't see homelessness or po- poverty <laughs> at all. No, the homeless one, almost home, homeless, was a new one, actually. He seems like a nice guy, but he he, he probably needs someone to take care of him. <laughs> But yes. the ones in the past, so most of them, they they got married a long time ago, or they stay with their marriages. People that I knew, you know, when I was in my thirties or even forties, you know, it's not possible. They have other families already by this age. Well, just leave <laughs> it you open. Have to, you have to though. You have to yeah, leave yourself I know I open to. to the possibilities of of new people, though. And you seem to be just focusing on those people you know. She's talking about new people coming into your life that you have yet to meet. Exactly. Okay. I'm sorry. Maybe I misunderstood. And and when do you think I could I could meet these new people? Yeah, I, well, I just gave you. We're in this time zone. You're looking at a, a, a period of time from now until, uh, and it, it starts to really become active July the 7th, but right through September. So you've got a long period of time that's open to you. So take advantage of it. The key is when any of these things become possible with the trine or a sextal, you have to take action. So that means you go out, you socialize, you connect, you open up the door. So you can't you can't stay home and hope the phone rings. You've got to participate. Uh, you you can do that. So make sure you do. I don't have uh, you know I have socializing going on with Jupiter, and Jupiter will continue to active, and eventually Jupiter actually is going to conjoin your Saturn and. When it does, there is even a possibility of a marriage. I mean, if you want one, but well, I wouldn't mind one if it's the right person. But when you say the Jupiter will conjunct for marriage, well, it makes that conjunction in the beginning of next year. You're well, actually, even as early as December twelfth. I take it back. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty, pretty close. It's not far away. By the time you get to um, 
the the very end of this year, the very beginning of next year, uh, it comes it comes to an end that opportunity. But it won't be the only opportunity. There there'll be another one that'll come along a few years later. So it's just it's it's a matter of taking advantage of what's out there. Uh, it comes to an end on the twenty seventh of December. So. Oh, this- this year, yes. So, so the opportunity ends on December twenty seventh, right? Yes, but then, then there's opportunities for travel in the picture with friends. Uh, social travel comes up uh, later next year, so that's also in the in this picture. You've got things well, coming up. You need to well, m- activate. M- Michelle, it, it, is uh, unfortunately we have I to move. I want to have the partner, you know, who will be sharing his me. But, um, Anne, we have to move on, and actually so do you. So get out there and and meet people and see what the universe presents to you. Thank you. Yeah, and and plan between the end of February and the end of March to go take a trip or uh, go do something to connect. You'll connect with other people that might open that doorway also. So it's another great. time. Thank you so much. Michelle, right? Michelle? Yes. yes. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Okie dokie. Um, <clears throat> switchboard hopped again, but we've got Julia here. Hi, Julia. Hi. Good evening, ladies. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. For calling. What's your date of birth, Julia? September 16, 1961. And your time of birth? Um, I'm using 10.52 a.m. Uh, it's between 10.30 and 11. Um, Mighty Mouse cartoon was on. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Mighty Mouse cartoon was on. So it's a half hour. I figure, you know, as long as I'm somewhere in there, close enough. <laughs> okay. So so where were you born? Salem Center, Ohio. Okie dokie. Well that's one I haven't heard, Salem Center, huh? But my computer knew it. Love that. <laughs> my computer knows a lot. <laughs> All right, so what did you want to focus on? Um, actually, similar to a lot of the other callers, um, employment opportunities and, of course, love. That's, isn't it always love and money? <laughs> yeah, a lot of time. Love, money, sometimes uh, moving. But, uh, yeah, that's yeah. the big So, you know, you have uh, progressed Uranus has recently entered your house of career, and it was always knocking on the door from the time you were born. So you're a person who needs change in your career. You can't do something that's always the same thing. It's got to have some kind of variety mixed in. You also have Pluto up there. And that uh, tells me positions of power or control is important also for you. And your son is there, so there's also success. The fact that they're in Virgo and they're coming through Leo tells me that – you would do something in the service zone. You'd be a person who uh, would be most comfortable doing something where you're serving or caring for or 
in, in the field of health or, um, or it could even be the field of military or employment for people or something in those zones like with all of this combination, you could be a person who uh, does human resources. That's also possible. Right now, um, uh, let's see, you have the sun ruling that house, so you've got lots of chances for opportunity to manifest for you. Let's see what's going to activate this in the near future. We have um, Saturn and Pluto. Uh, Pluto is not doing anything for you. Saturn is not doing anything for you. Jupiter's at 16, and of course we know it's retrograde. Um, and it is also not doing anything for you right now. When it turns around, there's going to be a wonderful opportunity that opens up for you. And it's going to be more money than you've been making. So let me give you the square on that. First, let me see when it stations, if it activates anybody directly. Your progressed Jupiter is at one degree Aquarius. Hmm, that's interesting. So you should have had some kind of opportunity when Jupiter went into um, Sag uh, last year, last November, December. Did you have some opportunity come up? Um, actually, at that time, I was helping my mother move, so I was she was moving out of state, so I was spending a lot of time sort of getting her situated. Yeah, so you didn't actually have the opportunity to take advantage of any opportunity that might have come. Got it. Right, right. <laughs> These things happen. So here we go. Uh, let me go forward here. Uh, there's quite a few statements going on here, so let's. Let's um, activate. First first thing that may come up will be somewhere in late November. Um, I'm going to even take it back a little bit to see the first thing applying. So somewhere between the 16th and the 27th or so of November, uh, there may be an opportunity at that point in time that will open a doorway for career with more money. Um, when you absolutely will have something come through. That's the first opportunity, and without checking everything, I don't know how strong it is, but the one that is really strong that comes after that is uh, when Jupiter actually goes further along into Capricorn. And, and when it hits uh, 21 or 20, even 19 degrees, so here it is at 22 degrees in March, so late um, late February. Here it is at 20. Let's take it to 19. So here it is at 19 degrees, February 27th. And that doorway is active because your progressed sun is activating your natal sun and Jupiter will be coming through the house of money, which it rules in your chart, activating both the progressed sun and the natal sun. So this is a huge activation for you. Uh, it will definitely increase money and gives you opportunity. Uh, and it is explicitly for you personally. So if you think you're competing with anyone, you're not. I don't care what the job is. You're not competing with anyone here. And it is good. That doorway is open until you hit 
23, even 2332. So right until March the 25th. That's your doorway. That is a huge doorway for you. Now your natal, let's see here, any activation of Mars during this period. <laughs> we have Mars at zero Sag, so that is no help next year and no help now. Progressed Mars is at 19 Libra, no help there. So in terms of falling in love, I don't have any doorways right away. That probably will take the following year, well, not even the following year, but late in this year, late next year. So let me just go forward a little bit, and I'll give you some dates on that, okay? Because you need okay. to be available when these opportunities come. So if you're, you know, you're taking care of mom and you're not going out, it goes, it, it just flashes by, and you have to wait till the next opportunity arrives. So here, um, let's go all the way till we get out of cap. And here we go. Here's one Aquarius. Wow. That's a super duper one. When you get to it's Christmas Day next year. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. <laughs> Christmas Day you have a, a, a Jupiter conjunct Jupiter. Uh, if you don't get a phone call, I will be blown away. Of course, it's Christmas Day. You probably get a dozen phone calls. But uh, Jupiter and Saturn are conjunct at that time. They are conjunct when you were born. They are conjunct to some degree in your progressed. And here you are having a Jupiter-Saturn return at the same time. You are one of the lucky ones who had Jupiter available in your Saturn return. <laughs> This time, it's actually an amazing combination. So to define that, okay, uh, Jupiter rules money uh, in your chart. It also is a ruler of your emotions. It's the hidden ruler of your emotions. Saturn rules your home, your physical property, your contracts, and uh, your emotions. And to have them on top of each other, there's something that will connect or contact you uh, siblings could be, neighbors could be, uh, it's a phone call probably, but it could come through the Internet. Uh, so there's something here that focuses all of this for you and will most likely increase your income, uh, maybe a contract. And let's see who else it activates, and that's what I was thinking. It activates Mars, so it could be an opportunity for love, that comes through a sibling, uh, maybe a friend of the siblings, maybe someone that's a neighbor. Uh, it's someone who's close in, not necessarily across the world. And uh, could also come through the workplace, could come through uh, some nutritional experience or exercise experience or service experience. i got a whole bunch of things here. So could even be through military connection. But uh, and then... I need one more thing that I'm looking for. Just a second. Uh, then also it could be just a social connection that you you make. So there's a combination of things there. And that's the first hit, but the hit comes again later on when it hits 19 degrees. So 
definitely take advantage of this time frame. So you're looking at uh, Thanksgiving to Christmas next year. Okay. Um, Is this looking like a relationship or a marriage, or does it give an indication of... We have to go another step for it to become a marriage. That is the that is a, a falling in love statement. What you fall in love with will depend on you, but uh, it could be falling in love with a person, could be falling in love with something else, but uh, it certainly has the ability to be something that excites you. So, um, But, you know, people get excited about planes, so I don't know for sure <laughs> crazy statements that I make. Um For marriage, you have to go a little bit further. You're going to have to probably go two years down the road or even the following year has the possibility. So I'm going to just go forward by one year and see where my stupor is at that point. So one year following, we have Jupiter right at the 29, so it has to go further than that. Hang on following month, and there it is. It's active right on your progressed Venus, so the possibility of marriage uh, in January, late January of 2022. Okay? Okay. I'm trying to take notes here. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like you know you're going to expand your home at that point in time, too, so you may end up with a new home or a home that's a lot bigger than the one you're living in now. Okay. And you uh, I'm similar to Anne in the fact that, you know, I'm an older, older gal and, you know, I don't want to live out all my days alone. You know, who does, really? Well, so. you know, for it, uh, get out there and be seen and... Uh, but, again, the connection appears to come through a phone call uh, where you're maybe connecting through uh, siblings or neighbors. Uh, so anything, if you've got siblings that they say, I'm having a party, go. <laughs> if you got siblings who say, I'd like to introduce you to someone, go. <laughs> if you have a neighbor who's having a party or has somebody they want to invite you over to meet or just they're inviting you over to the house, go. You don't know who it's going to be or you're going to meet, but um those are statements here okay okay can i ask something too um yeah, yeah. It, it really it really feels as though you have had an avocation hobby that could easily become um a vocation that could take you in other directions and take you outside of the the shell that you've created for yourself um, it feels like you you are not the kind that just steps out and, and, you know, steps out. You have to have a reason to step out. You have to have a reason to leave the house. And it yes. feels as though there, there, there are things that you have done as a hobby that you enjoyed that, that could easily, in, in the next six months to a year, turn into something that would bring in a little extra cash. I'm not saying you're going to, you know, suddenly travel around the world with it, but it's McDonald's money, it's beer money, it's, it's well, it's more than that. It feels as though you have a talent and a gift that you have been 
very reluctant to let other people know about. And, and I think, among other things, you have a gift for words. And your mm-hmm. words carry great power so that um, you, like, you like your own company, which is a problem because you don't have to really speak other people. Um, so, so that there is this essence here of, of you have magic in you and you know it's there, but you're afraid if you use it, it will change your life, and that's really what you're looking for. So, you know, you have nothing to lose at this point. So I would let it all hang out, so to speak. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> you're taking up belly dancing or fan dancing or anything like that, but I do feel that you have some gifts that you have wanted to play with for a very long time, and this is the time to do it. You know, I'm going to add to that because you bringing that up, Barbara. Uh, well, I talked about Jupiter and Saturn. You were born with Jupiter and Saturn conjunct. Uh, it's in the third house, and that's the house of communication. That's the way we think. That's uh, our ability to speak and also can be our ability to write, if indeed it's in a grounded sign, which it is. It's in Capricorn, and it's led by Capricorn. So Jupiter does not have the freedom that normally comes uh, with Jupiter in a fire or an air sign. In a grounded sign like Capricorn, there's a part of you that says, I have to have all the details. I have to be completely organized before I let those words out of my mouth. And uh, so, you know, conjunct, the ancients used to have a saying about Jupiter and Saturn being conjunct. They call it the sign of the guru, which tells me that what Barbara is saying is absolutely point on. Uh, you have a mind that has a lot of wisdom in it, a lot of information in it, and it's really up to you to get it down and not be so closed off, which is what Saturn and Capricorn sometimes can be. You see the big picture, but you're not uh, feeling you have enough detail or you're not organized enough to get it out there, but uh, you should do it, and especially now as you're having a Saturn return and uh, Jupiter, uh, on top of it, Jupiter sat in together at the same time in this return. Rare, rare, rare. So uh, this is your opportunity to uh, make money as a result and become more secure as a result of the knowledge you already have and your ability to teach. Oh, wow. Um, when You said Saturn return. When When is that happening? What is there like a date range or? Uh, yeah, um, that's what I said. It's it's starting up. Um, hang on, let me go back. I'm like so far from where I oh, was. Sorry. No. Well, you brought it up, and that's one of those Saturn returns is like a big thing that I guess it yeah, only happens yeah, a couple times. So that's why I wanted to kind well, of tune about into that. Date. 56, 58 years old, we usually have a Saturn return. For you, you're getting the Saturn return, but you're also getting it with Jupiter, which is really rare that you're getting both of them together. So that's pretty exciting, if you ask me. Uh, You've got, it tells me you've been doing your homework. You've been doing what Saturn asked you to do from the time you were born, or you wouldn't be getting this. So here's your Saturn return beginning around the 25th of January 2020. And, oh, uh, soon. Okay. Yes, yes. And uh, Jupiter does not make the conjunction. 
um, until a little bit uh, later. So what happens, this, your Saturn return is going to be a fast one. It's the Saturn's not going back and forth, which tells me right off that, you know, you, you've done your homework. Uh, otherwise, Saturn, a lot of time, will go back and forth three times over somebody uh, in their Saturn return. I'm not concerned about you with your Saturn return because you're going to just fly through it. But um, but it, what's more exciting is when you have um, when you have Jupiter coming together with Saturn. So which when happens? When does Jupiter? When does Jupiter make that conjunction? Then is that later it's, January it's or February? Christmas of 2020. Christmas of 2020. Yeah. Okay, so it's later yeah, that know, year. Okay. Just just mm-hmm. let just let your creativity lead the way and open the doors. It absolutely will. Yeah, you should just start going for it right now. Because uh, your Saturn return is probably a statement of fulfilling something that you laid a foundation for so long ago. You have the foundation. You need to just get it out of your mouth <laughs> or out of your brain or get it on paper or get it on the airwaves, whatever way you want to do it. Uh, yeah. Jupiter go either way. Jupiter's not – Jupiter's right next to Saturn, so it says we can we can do it on the air. We can do it any way you want. Yeah, well, we, we got to move on this you, you specifically use the word fulfilling because, like, you know, with me looking for employment, that's one of the things that I'm looking specifically for is something that's fulfilling and something that's fun. <laughs> so it's like, well, if yeah. I'm going to start over, let's have fun this time around, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's well, like, if not now, when? <laughs> so. Your Jupiter progressed and the, the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction to your Jupiter, which comes uh, at the end of next year, is on top of your part of fortune. So it's saying you, you have the opportunity to expand, go in, and you will be fortunate in what you do. But people don't get that, okay? So you've got a lot of things here that are coming to fruition for for you. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Awesome. you got to move. Yes. Thank you so much, ladies. This is awesome. I'll go back and listen to Thanks the archive. It'll be It'll be on YouTube tomorrow. If you just go to my website and hit the YouTube channel, it'll be up tomorrow morning by noon. Okay, sounds great. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, we've got... Okay, Jean hasn't... uh, Jean hasn't taken care of this one, but this is, I think, Carolyn? Oh, Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, I'm on the air. Hello. Hi, I called last month, though. I called last month, though, for a reading, and I just wanted to add a question for Michelle. Um, Michelle. Wait, she needs your name and your your birthday. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't save anything, so we have to go from scratch every time. I don't save anything. (laughs) So what's your date of birth? Okay. Well, my date of birth is September 1st, 1978. Okay. And time? Time is 9.45 p.m. Honolulu, Hawaii. 
Okay. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to get there. I plan to get to Hawaii one day before I leave the planet. Well, I've heard that oh, the big island's better, though, <laughs> than where I was born. I don't know. I just, you know, it's the basis. Lemuria was there, so I, I'm always concerned that if I go, I won't want to come home. So, anyway, so what was the question you wanted to ask? Okay, um, I was wondering though. I want to know what is my connection with uh, animals and pets? I seem drawn to them more, and I have more connection with them than people. Well, you have a, a combination of things going on in your sixth house. You have Venus, Mars, and Pluto in that house, mm-hmm. and your progressed uh, Mercury and your progressed Sun are also in that house. And that's the house of small animals. Sometimes, depending on what sign you have on the outside, can be uh, bigger animals, but you have Virgo there. So I'd say, for the most part, we're talking about small to mid-sized animals, not necessarily elephants or horses. Uh, you might have something else going on that I'm missing. But, yeah, you would, wherever we put a lot of planets, it indicates where we focus. And that's the house of uh, uh, small animals. It's also, you know, people with a lot of stuff going on there and Virgo on that cusp could end up being uh, a veterinarian or a person who uh, uh, serves in some way with a charity that involves uh, small animals. So, uh, is it small animals that you uh, have a uh, feel drawn to? Well, I've you know I've been doing volunteer work at a shelter though, which I'm not going to name because it's a high kill shelter. Oh, yeah, but, don't, um, you don't have to name it. Yeah, I'm just, I won't. Yeah, you're wor- volunteering at a shelter. And you're you're Previously. working mostly with uh, dogs, cats, uh, bunnies, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that that. It's exactly. I mean, Virgo is the sign of service. The sixth house is the house of Virgo naturally, and it is uh, when we say service, we work with charities, or or we work with the military, or we work in service in some capacity. So you have a huge focus there. So that's not unusual. That makes perfect sense. You, you all of this, your Sun, your Pluto, your Mercury, your Venus, your Mars, are all in Libra. So you're a person who uh, has the ability uh, to bring a harmony or balance to those uh, babies, those little ones. I call them divine innocence. And, uh, and you mm-hmm. also probably have the ability to communicate with them whether you realize it or not. Wow, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> you have tremendous – I mean, that's tremendously there. So that's exciting to me because, you know – and you have the ability you've got mercury right now is making uh, uh is challenging you in terms of career so you may be saying i wish i could make money doing this but you know what you probably can if you will go forward and start to activate that communication facility of yours you may find that that doorway could open for you because there's lots of people on the planet who need someone to help them understand what their animal is saying to them uh, and uh, you have that ability, so you should just swing the door open and go for it. Oh, and I, I was going to keep it short, but when, when do you say come to fruition, though, when this this um, job that I'm going to have? Because I'm, I'm curious to see when it's going to happen, like, according to the planets, that is, astrologically. Hmm. Well, it's really, I'm not going to say that there's just one doorway here. It's 
kind of more mm-hmm. up to you to swing it open because it's right there. Jupiter right now is on top of Neptune in your eighth house, so you have this ability right now uh, to really open up and allow yourself to hear even from animals that have crossed over, which a lot of the time people want to know what happened to my, my dog, you know, what happened to my cat or my guinea pig or whatever. Oh. So you should just you should open it up now. But as far as making a living at it, you might uh, decide you have to wait a little, and if you do that, then I would say you don't have to wait very long. Uh, next year uh, when Jupiter activates your midheaven uh, and – uh, Saturn is going to go there too. You have that ability at that point in time to really open that door. Oh. Oh. So um, I'll bring it forward a little bit and give you more of a time frame here. But here, here is uh, Saturn going over that midheaven uh, a year from now, and of course it'll go over probably before that. So because that's at 29 degrees, so it's going to do. Um, here, here is Jupiter applying to the midheaven May first, twenty twenty, and uh, and Pluto is applying to the midheaven. <laughs> You've got everybody applying to your midheaven here, March uh, of and February, March of twenty twenty. Saturn and Pluto are both on your midheaven as Jupiter starts to apply. So basically, it's saying, I'm in control, it's up to me, what do I want to do? I could be the captain of my own ship. I have the power and the ability, so it's mm-hmm. really up to you. Uh, your progressed part of fortune is uh, 21 caps, so all of these planets are going to conjoin it. As a matter of fact, um, where we are in time right now, which I have to kind of go back to again, <laughs> give me a minute, I will go back to our time frame. We are in 20. 19, if I remember correctly. Um, so where we are right now, your part of fortune progressed uh, is is right close to that midheaven even as we speak. And uh, Saturn and Pluto will move closer and closer and closer to it as the months continue. So it's really up to you. I'd say, you know, what you want to do is just start to acknowledge that you have this ability and start connecting and listen and trust the real key for anyone who's listening who wants to open up spiritually, psychically, intuitively, whatever word you want to use for it, uh, metaphysically. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is start trusting. And if you will trust, you will learn discernment as you go. Discernment is when you learn the different energy that your mind uses to talk to you versus your higher states of consciousness or uh, the doorway that you open up for the states of consciousness of others, such as uh, animals um, mm-hmm. or trees or birds or whatever. Okay, yeah, rock. Michelle, we we got to move. Gotta... Okay, okay, I'm going. Right. Thank you, Bye-bye. Barbara. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks Have for calling. You Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to try to squeeze in one, one person that's been here for a long time. Hi, Jane, you still there? I am. Hi, ladies. How okay. are you doing? Hi. Hi. What's your date of birth? It's June 18, 1970. I, I didn't catch it. It's uh, June 18, 1970. June 18, 1970? That's Did right. I catch that? 
And the time time of birth? It's five thirty two AM. Five thirty two AM. And the place of birth. And it's in Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. Scarborough. Uh hmm. Canada. Let's see if I spelled that right. I did. Wow. I'm good. That's a, that's a hard one to spell. It could be spelled a couple of ways. <laughs> that's right. I managed. I managed. Okay, so what did you want to take a look at? Where were we to focus? Okay. Well, career. I know, like with Mercury retrograde, it's not a good idea to say yet to uh, sign contracts. And if there's a position that I want to apply for, it's a group housing coordinator at a hotel. And um, just wondering what my chances are of getting this job. Wow, I think you've got a lot of possibilities, man. You you have a good chart for for okay. for getting things that you'd like to have. Uh, your progressed Jupiter is at 28 degrees, and your natal Jupiter is 26 degrees retrograde of Libra. Your midheaven is 27 degrees Aquarius. So you have a trine there, uh, and the trine doesn't stop there. You basically have a grand trine from your sun to Jupiter to the midheaven. You have so much opportunity there. And right now, right now, today, Venus is at 27 degrees of Gemini, activating that grand trine. So uh, don't worry about Mercury retrograde. Just go for it. (laughs) You know, the key with Mercury retrograde, it gets a lot of bad press, you know. But Mercury retrograde, if you're aware of it, the key is to really pay attention to what the person is saying to you. And bring someone along or say to them, you know what, I need to study this contract before I sign it. I'm definitely in, but I want to read through it real closely. Take the time to do that so you don't miss anything and then ask yourself, what is missing here that I need to put in? Then go back and negotiate for what you want. You'll get it. Oh, great. But That's great. And don't worry about the and uh, Jupiter, Jupiter right now is retrograde at 16 degrees, but it is going to go direct uh, in, in August uh, 11th at 14. But at 14, it isn't where we want it, but it's going to just go right to where you want it very shortly thereafter. So as soon as it gets to about um, November, um, it's going to be activating. It'll start activating that midheaven for you. So, again, it's going to activate the grand trine when it hits, uh, let's see, let's take it forward to where it's really active. And this is where you have a good connection, a one-on-one connection that works, is uh, November 9th, starting around November 9th, and uh, continues until it hits 2745, which is about the 21st of November. So that's your doorway Huge doorway for you. That's huge. And Venus at that time will conjoin Jupiter as it activates again this grand trine. So go for it. Oh, wow. Well, I'm trying to update my resume, and I'm hoping that I don't miss the deadline. You know, because, no, you know, no, just go for it. it. Don't worry about getting everything on your resume right. If there's an opportunity, go for it with yeah. what you have and tell them, yeah. you know, this I didn't get a chance to completely update this, but I wanted to get in the door. I'll bring yeah. the updated next week. 
that's perfect mercury retrograde stuff, which I've just described. Got it? Oh, great. Okay, You're working great. with the forcing. So don't, 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 don't hold yourself back for these things. Jupiter doesn't do that. Yeah. Because, um, I'm, you know, I'm trying to update it, and I even paid someone to do my resume, but they didn't do such a good job, and now I'm trying to fix it. And I'm like, okay, um, you know, it's been the job posting has been out since last week, and I go, okay, I need oh, to get my resume. For it. I'm, so don't worry about that part of it. Add a little note, say I'm in the process of updating. There's more information to come, but I wanted to get in the door, so here it is. And that tells oh. them you are incredibly interested. Don't oh. worry about it. Jupiter is on your side. Oh, that's good. Not everybody that's gets that. Oh, that is great. I'm glad because, you know, I've been waiting for a position like this recently for a while, and, you know, it's uh, rare that, you know, I see these positions, and well, I kind of missed out on, on some opportunities before, and you know, I'm so unhappy with don't, my current job. Yeah, don't don't back down. Just go for it. And if you don't get it during this time period, it will come later in November. Mercury retrograde also does. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Mercury retrograde. No, this is a Mercury retrograde period. We're opening up on the 7th of July, and it comes to an end on the 31st of July, but another one opens up on Halloween and goes till November 20th. This period that I'm talking about falls again in a Mercury retrograde. Got it? Oh, wow. Yeah, got wow. it. All right, that's great. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Okay. Well, I'll get my resume sent in. Go for Thank what you, you so want. <laughs> yeah. Do you have, how about the pay? Do you have any idea, like, if the pay is going to be, uh, you know, less or about the same that I'm making on my current job? Will you increase your income? Is what you're asking? Yeah. Like that's what I'm concerned about. Is I don't. Paid. I don't have uh, at this moment. But I okay. will say this: uh, your time for asking for a raise once you get that job will be uh, when we have activation of your moon. And your moon progressed three degrees Libra. It takes a little time to figure out. Um, I don't know that that's going to activate when you want it to. <laughs> I can't okay. get that where I want it uh, until we go to two years down the road. So it's going to take a little time before you're able to really get that increase that you would want. And I can't say that. One that you're getting right up front isn't a good amount of money. I, I'm not actually capable of saying that it isn't. But okay. uh, you want to see an activation of your moon, either progressed or natal or both, and that will come um, in 2021. Uh, you start oh. to have activation on January 22nd, 2021. But that oh, activation okay. will and it'll go back and forth and there'll be more activation because uh, your natal uh, moon is at 11 degrees and your progressed at that point in time is 17 degrees of, of Libra. So you've got double activation taking place then. Oh, okay. Well, that's really okay. good to know. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. For you bet. You take that's care. Great. You as well. Thanks, Joe. Uh, Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Take care.
it, it's kind of a shame, isn't it, that you can't just take your chart and smack it on somebody's desk and say, according to my chart, this is time for you to give me a raise. <laughs> you don't really have to, according to your chart. If it's correct, you're going to get the raise. <laughs> you have oh. to have the courage to go in to, to say, I'm ready for a raise. Sometimes, yeah. uh, if there, if all the combinations are correct in in the chart, uh, and I didn't, I was looking quickly. There could be additional statements besides that. Uh, the one that was key. Okay, so if you've uh-huh. got other supporting actors, other planets that move into uh, activation with that moon, it may be just automatic that the race comes to you. Um, if you don't have the supporting actors, then it's up to you to go get it. So I, I didn't look far enough to know that. Well, the, the one thing, too, that I wanted to put out there is that, you know, you're giving them the potentiality of their chart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, especially those people who are looking for companions or love or marriage or whatever, it, it doesn't mean that it's not possible. You're, you're telling them what it is most possible, but it's always possible for them to find what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. I don't I disagree mean, with it, that it, at all. And, you know, and it, the it, thing is, it isn't just your chart in terms of its activation. It can be the other person's chart is even more powerful. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a whole so, lot so you, more to what goes on. And, you know, I'm reading longitudinal astrology here when I'm looking at a chart, but there are a lot of other factors that I'm not looking at. And that's why oh, we're yeah. only giving one little piece of the puzzle. Um, the Arabic parts could activate an advancement in relationships, and uh-huh. you could just be in the right place at that moment in time, and you've got the connection. You could also be activating by declination, which I'm not looking at. I, I can only look at so many things. <laughs> when we're oh, doing yeah. a radio program, I'm pretty limited. So, but yeah, I um, just I don't like, want people to, you know, when you give them a time frame, I don't want them to just kind of stay home and say, well, it's not my time to meet somebody, because, you know, there are a lot of other factors, and and you know, you should always be trying. I guess is what I'm trying to say, except for that one lady that that was not supposed to work. Now that that absolutely, I agree with you on that. Um, yeah, that's a different but, thing. In- But you're right, because what? We've got Mars, we've got Venus, we've got the Moon, and Mercury. All of them are moving so quickly. They are going to activate points. They're brief. But you know what? If you're following your guidance, you may be out there at the moment that activation is taking place. And that happens several times. That's not just these big doorways that I talk about. They're individual smaller doorways that are um, the moon moves at a rate where it goes through every single sign every 28 days so you've got activation you're talking about four activations every single month wow well so listen i i i gotta thank you again for being so fabulous i so appreciate your coming and sharing your wisdom and knowledge and insight and and everything with us um if they want to get a hold of you, where do they go and what do they look for? Um, they can go to michellevanti.com, spell my name with one L M I C H E L E A V A N T I dot com or astrologyandmore.com. We'll take the same place and just click on the tab that says consultations and you can just scroll down there, see everything I do and 
if there's something you want to do, just click in. Fantastic. Thank you again for another enlightening evening. It's been truly a joy. (laughs) You're welcome. So much fun. Absolutely. Good night now.